want to make a podcast spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free it's called spotify for podcasters and here's how it works spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer so no matter what your setup is like you can start creating today then you can distribute your podcast to spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard video podcasts are also available on spotify and when you want to take conversations with your family to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. My name is Lily. I'm your host. I've probably tried to start this episode like 17 times now. I think it's tricky for me because I've got tons and tons of things that I want to tell you guys that I almost don't know where to start. Have you ever had one of those moments where you see a friend that you haven't seen in a long time and you're like, oh my gosh, tell me everything. And the conversation kind of just goes in like 10,000 different directions. That's how I think this episode is going to go. There's just like so many miscellaneous things that I'm kind of just going to let whatever comes to me out and we're just going to kind of go with the flow. However, today's core topic is how to live a slower paced lifestyle. I will definitely have life updates tucked into that. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. I'm going to skip the highs and lows. I'm going to skip the shout outs. I'm going to skip any miscellaneous announcements. I... I don't even know where to start. I'm like kind of overwhelmed. Like I said, I've started, I've tried to start recording this episode like 12 times and I just haven't been able to do it. And I think a little bit of that overwhelm comes from the fact that everything in my life over the past month has completely changed. Obviously I come on the podcast and I talk every week, but I don't give you guys all these like intricate little details of my life. And when you don't know someone personally and you're just watching what they post online or listening to, you know, a 20 to 40 minute podcast episode every week. It's tough to really see the full picture. However, a lot of you picked up on the fact that the past winter, let's just say, probably since like November, actually, I mean, it started probably like September, August, whatever. I haven't really been doing well. And although I haven't shared every single little detail of what's been going on, a lot of you picked up on that. I was getting DMs probably like, it got to a point where it was like multiple times a day from miscellaneous people just say like followers, my audience, my listeners, you guys. Lily, are you okay? Like I can sense that something's wrong. The stuff that you talk about in your podcast, like, are you okay? Just checking in on me. And first off, let me say thank you guys so much. Y'all mean the world to me. It's crazy that you could pick up on that. And I never would want to come on the podcast and bring you bad energy, but you guys could tell. I think a lot of the overwhelm for me comes from the fact that I haven't quite entirely unpacked what has happened to me in the past like six months, six, seven, eight months. And so that's shit that I'm dealing with. And I'm dealing with that by beginning to just slow the fuck down. I have been going pedal to the metal for like a year and a half. And I've been grinding and hustling and 
doing this and doing that, checking the boxes and getting up at like five in the morning and going on runs and workouts and hard shit and like eating all this random food that like really didn't make me feel good and drinking and partying. And I've been going so hard that, yeah, I was like kind of checking the boxes by going to my workouts and making sure that I like wrote a gratitude list. And I've been doing all these things, but I've been going so freaking hard. I never took a second to pause and be like, wait a second, like my body's throwing up all these red flags. I'm stressed beyond belief. I'm having panic attacks, anxiety attacks. I can't get out of bed in the morning. Like all of these red flags, my body, my mind, my soul, like everything about my entire existence was like slow down, you know, red flags flying up in the air, cries for help. And I didn't listen. I'm the type of person that is constantly striving for extreme greatness. I'm almost never satisfied. I could put in my absolute best effort and it still wouldn't be good enough. And that takes a huge toll on your mental health, especially when an area of your life, greatness is always expected and the expectations are really, really, really high and you constantly feel like you are underperforming. So when you're already putting the pressure on yourself, but there are also external pressures that you're feeling that's really hard and the funny thing about pressure is that eventually it all has to go somewhere it starts to just build and build and build and it's got to go somewhere it's got to be released I used to be so I look back like myself like six months ago and I was like reading all these self-help books and I was just so in this mindset of like hustle 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 I felt like I could do it all I truly believed that I had to live a certain way because that's the way that all the people around me lived. And taking a step back, I realized that I am my best self when things are just slow and peaceful. I went home last week and I was talking to my mom about how I was as a kid. I think when you learn more about the way that you carried yourself as a kid, it can be kind of helpful to learn how you should carry yourself as an adult because as a kid you're not really influenced quite yet by the people around you the world around you the internet whatever it's cool because you're just you're like all natural you know like you're just you you don't behave like the people around you you don't behave like the other girls in your class you don't behave like the other people at your job you don't behave like your circle yet like you are just you and so I was asking my mom you know like what was I like as a kid she's like you were just so chill like you just wanted to relax like we put you in the bath and you would just like float there you would always just be looking out the window like butterflies would land on your nose like you were just this peaceful little being I have this picture I put on my Instagram story the other day and I'm like one or two and I'm standing in an empty lot next to my grandparents house And there are these pretty yellow flowers. I think that they're dandelions maybe or something else. I can't remember. But I'm just I'm just standing there and it just looks so cute and peaceful. And I have this little like floral dress on and it's just so chill or I don't know if chill is the right word, but like peaceful and like nature oriented, you know, and I saw that picture and I've probably seen it before, like growing up. But my mom had it on the kitchen counter and I was like, oh, like, did you put this out because it was my birthday coming up? She's like, no, I just always love that picture of you. I was like, this is crazy because I like in a meditation where they ask you to visualize your highest self, your best self. I always visualize myself either 
like my best self, either frolicking through a field of flowers or like running around on the beach, like dancing. And so seeing myself as a kid in this little flower patch was so cool because it matched up with this vision that I have of my best self. My best self isn't glued to a desk. My best self isn't at the top of a high rise building and, you know, in the C-suite offices. It's not living in a city. It's none of these things. It's not like chasing after money. Like I just want to frolic in a field of flowers or on the beach and be with the people that I love. Like that is my ideal best self. And granted, it's probably not realistic to frolic in a field of flowers like all day, every day. But this vision I have of the best version of me wants to just be in touch with nature. So for the past like six, seven, eight months, I've been living a really rigid hard like girl boss style life and that took such a toll on me I think I owe myself an apology like I owe myself an apology for being so fucking rigid and structured and hard on myself and not honoring the true best version of myself that I see I also think that it's important to understand your circle's role in what the best most ideal version of you looks like. Back in the fall, I had an experience where let's just say I've never felt more used in my entire life. And then I had another experience where same thing happened. I've never felt more used in my entire life. I was like, okay, well, obviously I'm not good enough because these people have, all right, I'm, I'm going to get kind of deep here. So just bear with me. I might start unloading some of the baggage, but what, what can you do? Right. We're just, we're just going to get into it. I was like, okay, so obviously since these situations have happened, I'm not good enough. So what can I change about myself? I immediately turned to my insecurities, the things that I see wrong with myself and needed to change those. So I was like, okay, well, you know, because these situations happened, it's probably because, and then I'm like, insert my own insecurities here, even though those, those insecurities that are, you know, the things that I see, the things that I don't love about myself, probably had nothing to do with the situations that I was in truly looking back. So it's like, okay, well, what do I do? I'm going to get a personal trainer. So it's like, okay, let me get a personal trainer. Started counting calories, um, started to really beat myself up over not hitting my workouts, not being able to do, you know, get to the gym on, on certain days to hit legs or whatever I was doing. And it just turned from me having a really, really good relationship with food and exercise to me having a really, really, really horrible relationship with food and exercise, which really fucking sucks because I love to cook and I love to work out and I still do it. Like I still, I'm like, okay, well this meal has, you know, this is a 500 calorie meal and this is, you know, whatever the sauce is that. And I'm like, fuck this shit. This fucking sucks. So all of a sudden, things that used to be outlets for me, things that used to be good for me turned bad for me. And then just more shit just started building up. And eventually it just became it just became too much. I've always struggled with anxiety and I've always struggled with depression. The past probably three months have been the worst, like rock bottom. I hope that it never that I never get that low again. I hope no one ever has to feel that way because it it really sucks. And that's why I'm talking about it because nobody fucking talks about it. These conversations are so hard to have by yourself. So that's why it's important for me to sit here today and dive into this because I know that in order for me to heal, I've got to work through this shit. 
And the only way for me to work through this shit is to sit in it for a little bit, slow the fuck down, and for the first time, have the time and the environment to put in the work and do what I need to do. I will always take full responsibility for my own mental health because it's mine. It's my responsibility. It's my baggage. But what I don't want to do, what I'm not going to do is bypass the actions of others who did not help me when I asked for help. I'll talk about it later in this episode, but we weren't meant to do life alone. The people around you can either help you heal or they can continue to hurt you. I think it's really important to remember that everyone is going through something. They might be having a really hard day. They might be having a great day, but everyone has stuff going on behind the scenes in their life that you do not see. So we got to watch out for each other. Check in on your friends. Ask if they're doing okay. Ask again if they say they're just okay. So anyway, I was mentally going through it, but I still have a responsibility to be an adult. I still have to wake up in the morning and go to work. I still have to make rent. I still have to pay the bills. I still have to maintain the house and do my laundry. Like I am being an adult, doing all the things that that an adult needs to do, being responsible, trying to like also have a social life and like go on dates and like try try to be like 20 something and have fun. I'm simultaneously trying to live a normal life while I'm also at war with myself. This episode of 8020 is brought to you by Athletic Greens. If you are a frequent 8020 listener, you know that I am absolutely obsessed with taking my Athletic Greens AG1. I originally gave AG1 a try because I was just looking for a better way to take supplements. I am such a simple girl, and I talk about that a lot in this episode, that I'm really just getting back to simplicity. And one staple of my day-to-day routine throughout all the hecticness of my life, no matter what's going on, is always taking my Athletic Greens AG1. I take it first thing in the morning, before my workout, before my morning coffee, before breakfast, and it's one of my favorite pieces of my morning routine. The all-in-one formula makes it really easy for me to cover my nutritional basis every single day. And since I started taking AG1, I've seen major improvements in my hair, my skin, my nails, my gut health, my energy. The list truly just goes on and on. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash 8020. Check it out. So I guess now's a good time to tell you guys exactly what you came here for. So yes, I did leave my job for many, many reasons, but my own well-being being the top priority. That season has now ended. I think my last day was probably about a month ago. And since my departure, I have definitely freed up a lot of creative space and I've definitely freed up a lot of time in my schedule. And I'm finally able to just slow down and like breathe for a second. That's probably the answer that you guys are like truly listening to this podcast for. I'll probably like watch the retention just drop off right there. Oh, like, oh, she quit her job. Okay, that confirmed my hypothesis. But in all seriousness, leaving my job was just one piece of a very complicated puzzle. I, I just, I got to a point where I just couldn't. I I couldn't and I had to you know look in the mirror and be honest with myself and be like okay you know it's nice having that paycheck at the bank account every Friday but I'm 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 comfortable you know being a little bit uncomfortable for a little bit 
um, for, for the sake of my own mental health. That was a really, really tough decision to make. It's not that I'm not working. I definitely am. Um, there's a restaurant in downtown Annapolis that my sister works at and I've joined her there. But yeah, I just, I, I needed something radically different. That might mean looking in the mirror and being like, okay, something's got to give and it's, it's going to be this. It's so funny because I'm like low-key worried to post this episode because so many of my like best podcasts were like how to do this while working a nine to five and I don't want to seem like it's not possible to be the best version of you while working a nine to five but you have to really really be in a good headspace you know so now that kind of brings us up to speed to what's kind of going on now how my life has slowed down in the past month my my day-to-day seems slower but I feel like the past month has flown by so fast and um, my last day at my job was a Friday. The following Tuesday, we went to Vegas, and that was so so fun. Um, did we went to see Taylor Swift? Um, we saw some family out there. We went skiing. We did all kinds of fun stuff, and that was such a blast. Came back. I had like one of the coolest weeks of my life. I just really focused on the podcast and what's crazy to me is that the minute that I let go of things and also might I add it wasn't just the job there are so many more bits and pieces to this that like I said at the beginning are personal and they're not really for everyone to know and I might be kind of this might all sound a little cryptic and I don't want to I don't want to seem like I'm dancing around anything but there's no like drama there's no tell-all there's nothing to really say because it doesn't pertain to anybody else but I know that my words have the power to inspire and help and I just want to advocate for people who feel stuck in in this shit like it is totally okay to be selfish and put your own needs first and time and time and time again we're told that and especially because we're young right like most of you guys listening are my age we're like 23 to like 28 for the most part we are the age group that is constantly I don't want to say we're like being walked over, but like, goodness gracious, we don't put up boundaries because it's like, we don't know how we like, I often feel like my age prevents me from setting a boundary or my lack of experience prevents me from setting a boundary. But that's the furthest thing from the truth. It doesn't matter how old you are. You are allowed to say, this is not serving me. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. Came back from Vegas, had like a podcast focus week. I started picking up a couple different jobs around here. So it's not that I'm not working. I'm just working in a very different way than I was before. And that's totally fine. It is what it is. I just want to be a kid again. Like I I literally just want to be able to chill, have a fun summer, work really, really, really fucking hard at the job that I'm doing and at the podcast and just like be okay for the first time in a really, really, really long time. So the past month has been great. I'm not rigid. I've I'm finally getting like seven to eight hours of sleep every night and that's fantastic because I was getting four before and I'm finally feeling tired when I go to sleep and rejuvenated when I wake up but the coolest part about all of this is that within the past month I think I've made more friends than I have in the past year and I don't know if it's a combination of I finally have time or I finally have the capacity for other people or just the fact that letting go has opened up space for it's probably the latter it's probably this one the fact that letting go has created space for me to make new friends and the craziest part about all of it is that I have made 
some really, really, really cool friends. I'm going to cry. This is so silly. I've made some really, really, really good friends in the past month. And we've connected on such a deep level. And I think at this age, at this stage, like your friends have the potential to become your family. Why am I crying? This is so stupid. That's the other thing too. I've been crying more, which is so good because I'm finally crying. I didn't cry for like six months. All of a sudden, I'm getting coffee with girls who have very, very similar experiences to mine. And it's like we're hanging out the first or second time and we're just able to go so deep. Like we're talking about, you know, relationships and soulmates and like, you know, financial situations. And I'm like, this is just stuff that you don't just talk about randomly with people. Like, but all of a sudden I'm able to connect with people on such a deep level beyond just like the gossip and the drama and like, you know, the latest you know, Instagram thing or trend or TikTok. Like, it's just so cool to be able to connect with people on such a deep, meaningful level. And I don't know where the heck this came from, okay? I have no fucking clue. But I'm so happy because we were not supposed to do this life alone. I've always had such a supportive family unit and my family means the world to me but I think that you need you 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 do like I don't think I know that you do have to have people outside of your family circle to be friends with and you got to kind of like diversify your friends your friend group because that's where you're going to get like cool new perspectives and cool experiences and and at the same time I also had a lot of friends like move away in the past couple months my one of my really really good friends her name's Abby she probably is listening so hey girl um, she moved away back in the fall and that was so hard for me. And that's something else too. Like nobody talks about it in your, tw- like no one, no one's, no one warned us for this shit. No one talks about the fact that in your twenties, people are going to get jobs in other cities. People are going to be like, mm, my lease is up. I think I'm going to go somewhere else. They're going to be like, oh, you know, I'm getting married and I'm going to go live with this person in this city. Like nobody talks about the fact that everyone's on the move all the time. She was my go-to girl. She was like, she was my girl best friend here. We worked together. She left work long, long, long before I did. And she made a really brave choice to go move cities. And I was like, that's just the coolest thing ever. But it was so hard when she left. Obviously, I like wanted her to go spread her wings, go fly, go enjoy her new city. But I was like totally crushed. And then recently I had more friends that moved away And that was really sad because they were such a fun time. So it was like chapter after chapter after chapter was just closing. And then all of a sudden we got back from Vegas and it was like this clean slate. It was the weirdest thing. It was just this new energy. The plane landed. Our, you know, our Uber pulled up to our house. We walked in and everything just like looked different to me. Like the way that I saw my house was different. The way that I looked in the mirror was different it was like this like spiritual I don't even know what you'd call it but I just felt like okay this chapter has come to an end and now I get to move on I get to let go I get to step into whatever the heck is next for me I was reading my journey to the heart book the other day if you guys listen to the podcast you know that this book just totally rocks I had this book open and I was sitting outside 
and I was reading my, you know, I think it was April 16th or 17th, I was reading the passage. And then I closed my eyes to do a little bit of breath work, a little bit of prayer. And the wind blew the pages. And so when I opened my eyes, my glance immediately fell to the passage that the wind had blown it open to. And I was like, that's oddly specific. And then I read the passage. The next day, I kid you not, the same thing happened. It just opened up to this passage. And I was like, you're joking right now. Like this is this is the same one that, it, did I not get the message before? Clearly I did it. I just laughed and I read it again and I cried. And then I was sitting down to record this podcast and I opened up the book because I wanted to share, I wanted to start this episode a lot differently than I did, but that, that's not the point. The book essentially opened itself to this page. So I just, I need to read it and I don't know who it's for. It's probably for me. It's definitely for someone else listening. It's on page 193 if you read Journey to the Heart and you want to follow along. July 6th. The title is See How Each Soul Has Touched You. Often in our lives, we don't realize the significance of a relationship until later when the experience has passed. Then we understand how the person helped us along the way, took us to the next part of our journey, opened us up to begin learning the next lesson, and we see how we in turn have helped shape that person. One evening, I was writing for sleep and I had a vision. I saw clearly before me a scenario of the dance we do with each other. I saw in my heart, understood deeply the tangible, shaping impact each soul has had on my life. Each moment, each interaction with another person has been important. The quiet interactions, the moments I barely noticed, and the more significant relationships. Each moment, the moments that hurt, the moments that brought joy, had helped. We touched one another. We were joined in an intricate dance, a dance in which our souls learned and grew. And we had taken our places with each other on time, for the dance was perfectly choreographed. I could almost see us waving gleefully at each other, happy for how we connected, joyful that we had helped each other learn the lessons of the soul. Courage, love, forgiveness, gentleness, and self-love. Now the tears are just flowing, but I, I just, like, I laughed reading that, I cried reading that, and I was just like, the, when a chapter closes, it's, it's sad, it's always sad. But the coolest part about a chapter ending is that you have an opportunity to move on and you have an opportunity to continue to get better. And I think that's what I'm most looking forward to in this next chapter for me is just getting better. And that means mentally, physically, being a better friend, being a better daughter, being a better sister, being a better podcast host, being a better person to myself. And I, I think about this all the time. I probably spend too much time on this. I know I spend too much time thinking and that's a me problem. But thinking about each person that has touched my life up until this point is very, very cool. And while I enter into what I'm calling like my healing era, one thing that I tend to do is kind of make myself lonely on purpose. So no one like put up this wall. I get lonely so people can't hurt me. And if I've learned anything from the, you know, the past six months is that the people in your life are the people that can either help heal you or they are the people that can hurt you. <laughs> and when you find the good ones, when you find the ones that can help you heal, everything changes. Needless to say, in the past month, I've had 
kind of more of an open an open door for people to enter into my life and the conversations that I've been able to have with people have been so healing and helpful and so open and vulnerable and it's just so fucking cool things are changing around here and I am definitely entering into what I'm calling my slow living era and this era is all about pressing pause enjoying the present moment and just being okay I used to put such an emphasis on trying to be happy all the time because I feel everything so big like when I'm happy I feel happiness big time and when I'm sad I feel sadness big time and I want to put an emphasis on just like just being rather than like being happy like are you happy do I have to be happy am I sad am I being too sad can I just be I don't want to do I don't want to be a certain emotion I just want to be so what does that look like for me Um, that looks like being able to just wake up and spend time on my balcony that's been like such a big thing for me lately over the past over the past four weeks um going out of my balcony in the morning I am so so blessed that I live in a place that is right on the water I if you if you look at my Instagram you're probably like this girl must be so rich like her someone must be paying for that place like I I can just hear it now no we just got really lucky with this with this condo on Zillow and the rent for this place is less expensive than like an apartment somewhere else like out in Pearl like over by the Whole Foods if you're familiar with the area like seriously if you're looking to move to Annapolis look on Zillow because the apartments around here are ridiculously expensive and they're really shitty so look on Zillow find a house find a condo rent from someone do not get like a legit apartment because they're stupid expensive I've said it once I'll say it again we are so lucky to to live where we live I I literally I thank God for it every single day and so I go outside I write in my journal I do my meditation I go to the gym or I go for a walk or I do Pilates slowing down my workouts has been such a game changer for me and I didn't realize how much my workouts were stressing me out like the loud music people like boot camp style workouts really caused me to stress the fuck out and working out is is supposed to be a good stressor on your body but all of a sudden my workouts were too high intensity and the past four weeks or so I haven't been on like a true workout routine and I've never felt better I feel like I'm losing weight I have no I have no true science to back this up and I haven't weighed myself in a while and I don't plan to but I feel lighter I got a comment on Instagram the other day that said or this was in a Q&A box what have you been doing for your skincare routine your skin is glowing and I've been very very open about my acne struggle and so she said you know for acne prone skin like what do you recommend I answered honestly and I said I haven't changed my skincare routine at all I haven't changed a single product I've just changed my stress levels. I know that this body was not created to live the fast life. We live in a society that really glamorizes the hustle and the burnout and that quite frankly does not work for me. Even in saying that, I feel like I have to throw in a disclaimer that I am a hard worker, that I am a team player, that I do get shit done, but I owe it to that two-year-old version of myself who wants to play in flower patches to do things differently. And throughout recording this, I've you know, had little moments where I've paused and I've 
kind of just been like, oh, should I even publish this? Like, I'm, I'm hesitant to post this because to some degree I'm going against everything that like a future employer would want, right? I just, I think about one time I got into a little bit of a, just a difference of opinion with someone about multitasking. I made a comment that the brain wasn't designed to multitask because it's not. If you Google, was the brain designed to multitask? There's research that shows that your brain really only wants to do one thing at a time. Like we're receiving so much information. There's like, you know, 30 to 80,000 thoughts that we have a day. To successfully complete that task, you need to have your full attention be on that task. Do a task once really well and let it be that. So anyway, I do worry that when this episode goes live, it'll disqualify my future self from potential opportunities because I'm not agreeing to the hustle and bustle culture. But quite frankly, if that's the expectation, I don't want to be a part of it. So for the first time in a while, I've given myself the okay, the green light to slow down. And I'm also at the same time building an environment that helps me do exactly that. So in my house, I've started to get more plants um, I've started to have the windows open more if there's not too, like too much pollen outside or if the weather is nice I try to open the windows um, I've tried to just like declutter the space as much I can and I've actually like put some art up in the house which has been really helpful too um, and just kind of like making my my home feel like a place that I want to come home to I used to walk around and I, I joke about this, but I would have to like have this on video and do the action. But I, I told a friend one time, I said, I literally just feel like I walk around all tense and I like did this funny thing with my hands and they like all made fun of me for it. But nonetheless, I don't feel like that anymore. And I feel like the young version of me, like just laying in the bathtub, just like chilling and floating. I feel like the little version of me that's like running around in a field of flowers. I don't think that I'm like frolicking quite yet, but maybe I'm picking them. Like it just feels lighter. I feel lighter. Lexi and I have been joking. Like I feel like I'm deflating and it's just taking the pressure off. Finally been able to have conversations with people and become more open about what I'm going through I feel like I don't have to like hide shit. I don't have to be ashamed for feeling a certain way. I don't have to feel shitty for for doing what I needed to do. Like it's it's okay and I'm going to be okay. A couple other little things. Um I've been I turned off email notifications and I've started to take like a really long time to respond to text messages. So if you can't contact me, um call me because I just like haven't been responding to texts. Um And I've also just been checking emails like when it feels right. Like I don't check it in the morning. I heard a quote one time, your inbox is someone else's agenda. Like it's things that other people need from you. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't check your inbox because that's how work gets done. But just don't be like crazy obsessed with it. I Like there was a point in time where like I literally would have to respond to an email like the minute that I got it or else I would get like this crazy stressed out reaction but you don't have to do that like shit can wait it's someone else's project and like I'm not saying inconvenience them but don't inconvenience yourself oh listening to like good vibe music like I I started this playlist and it's kind of think like you're driving with the windows down in a beach town it's like that type of vibe um like not quite reggae but like not I don't know it's like beachy vibe think like stuff that that like the beach lifeguards would listen to and then also just telling myself that peace is a top priority going into every day saying peace is going to be a top priority for me today so that in a nutshell is how I've been slowing down lately how I'm bringing peace back into my life 
I have a good feeling about this. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be able to be a lot more open with you guys in the coming months just about everything that I've been going through, what I've been feeling, um, self-love, confidence, eating disorders, um, friendships, boundaries, escaping toxic environments, putting your own needs first. Like there's just going to be so much good stuff to talk about in the coming episodes in the upcoming season of 8020. I'm so pumped for it. So if you guys aren't subscribed, definitely be sure to do so. If you did enjoy today's episode, please be sure to leave a rating and a review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.